0: All right, good evening. We're live on the Coffee with Craner show. Believe it or not, this is episode 86, and today we have a fantastic guest joining us, uh, Marty Turco. You can see he's outside enjoying the weather at his, at his beautiful lake house in, in Canada. Um, yeah. But uh, besides the lake house, I mean, there's there's so many great achievements that Marty is under his belt. Uh, you know, former a professional NHL goalie for the Dallas Star, Chicago Blackhawks, Boston Bruins, uh, 11 seasons in the NHL, but what uh, the connection is to Windsor-Essex is he's also the CEO and, and and one of the founders of Kingsville Brewery out in Kingsville, Ontario, and I'm excited to talk a little bit about life after hockey with Marty, and I must say this is, this is the first out of all 86, this is my first episode where I'm not drinking coffee, I'm drinking <laughs> a Czech lager, did I pronounce four- that right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude. I'm drinking a nice, a nice Kingsville brew. Uh Marty's probably had a couple pops before this, so it doesn't look like he's got one in the sand. I, I
1: had I had one and uh I got one coming. I got a uh cool vintage one. We did a tank series that uh it's kind of like the Czech lager, which is my favorite beer that you're drinking. Um I love coffee too, but every once in a while you need, you need a beer. But thanks for having me, Lynn, and I appreciate uh that it finally worked out and I always think of 80s think of numbers you know and I, I can't think of an 86 right now that i played with German. <laughs> I, I, I really don't so i'm lost but uh, thanks for having me
0: man yes yes no glad glad to have you um and uh on the conversation of coffee and, and beer uh where in texas because i know that's uh where you have played you know majority of your your time in the nhl um and you're also the uh the president of the Dallas stars foundation where in texas is your favorite place for coffee
1: Yeah, that's a good one. We got a a local company called Drip. Uh, They make great coffee. Um, I do try to shy away from, you know, the big brands uh, that are all over the place. But um, Drip is a good one. It's a happening little spot. Um, And I probably got to give a shout out to uh, White Rock Cafe. Uh, Sweet little, also pretty local. to you know the Dallas area. There's uh, there might be a couple of them. There's only one I know of off Northwest Highway. So my uh, Rock coffee is a, a great spot. Very eclectic crew, but um, nothing than nothing better than a good cup of joe in the morning.
0: Yes, yes. Now, uh, now I know you you've spent many years in in uh, Dallas, Texas, but I, I hear you grew up in the in the Sioux Sioux St. Marie. That's right.
1: That's where that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm right here. This is St. Mary's River behind us. Uh, that, you know, part of Lake Superior. Uh, my wife, Kelly, and I grew up here in the Sioux. And really my connection to Kingsville and Essex County is um, a lot has it stemmed from Sault Ste. Marie. My cousin, Mark, and I are my business partner, Mark Muzzin. Um, you know, his father grew up here with my dad and, and our families. And and so that's kind of the connection. Uh, other than a few other things we'll get into, but uh, that's where I'm at right now, man. It's beautiful, probably a twenty. 4 degrees celsius today. a uh, little bit of water time. My goalie partner from Michigan, his family were up. So uh man, it's just good to be home sitting outside, not hot, not cold. Uh, I'm looking at a beautiful clean bay over here with all my neighbors and um like I said I got
0: the monster Lake Superior right behind me. <laughs> well, nothing better than uh Canadian weather, Canadian fishing and of course uh Canadian beer that's um, right it's uh it's my first one actually and it's it's delicious it is uh it's awesome
1: well we're very we're very lucky um not to you know hammered down but uh, we have five different beers our czech lager um our, our brewmaster broccoli Del- derek Billa Craley. uh it's got great recipes he's, he's learned from some of the best in the country and derek's got a great um, just a great knack for making solid beers so th- th- he makes me look good every time i go taste testings and and case in point you right now linden right you're cracking your first one and so um, <laughs> my morning my morning starts off with a bold crisp Uh, sometimes medium bodied coffee, but, uh, I mean, that beer right there, it's got a little roasted malts to it. So it's got some coffee in it and, um, it doesn't, but, and so we, he makes great beers, but this one's my favorite. In fact, I'm going to join you. My, my good buddy, (laughs) my colleague partner taking care of me right here. So, uh, hereby cheers to you. Uh, we've got these roasted malts. It's just like the coffee. So I think it flows very well.
0: Yes. No, it's, uh, it is really fantastic. Um, yeah and it's all you know produced and uh produced packaged in in Canada.
1: And right there and right there on the Three the Great Lakes right on Lake Erie our facilities um just outside of Kingsville uh near Leamington and and uh really really close to a place near and dear to my heart Harrow Ontario where I used to make my goalie equipment actually my goalie partner Greg we should have popped in and said hello uh, him and I used to go over to see Brian Heaton. Uh, i had lunch with him in Kingsville uh, back when I was in college, and I had to go to Harrow to his plant to make my goalie equipment. So, um, and now even Brian's goalie equipment, which still exists um, right there in Kingsville. So that, that the area's got a lot of nostalgia for me. Uh, it feels great to be in part to be in business with my with my cousin. It like feels like family. Him and his wife, uh, you know, kind of run the day to day operations with some amazing staff down in Windsor and and, um, uh well in Kingsville, but, uh, it, it's good. You know, we're, we're looking to grow the company, add more great employees, uh, from the area across Ontario and Texas. So, um, it's good to have a beer on the great lakes, man.
0: It, it just feels like. <laughs> it sounds like you've, uh, you've had, you know, had an active retirement. <laughs> hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> you know, that's, uh, I'll probably going to leave out a few things, Lyndon, to be honest, like, um, you know, I first retired. I you know, went to school in Michigan, and, I, you know, my bread was buttered on the ice. I, I really enjoyed being a hockey player. Uh, I think I left it all out there. Uh, I was ready to retire at 36 years old with three kids and a, and a great wife. Um, you know, dabbled a few things in business. Nothing really hit home or uh, <laughs> felt comfortable doing. And, and, yeah, I had a few job offers, and I just knew I wanted to be busy. And, and honestly, yeah. one you know, one thing came out of my mouth when this uh, – Great young man in in in, in Dallas. Uh, we were at a an event uh, supporting some uh, some kids that needed some help, and and one kid asked me, he's like, "Hey, Mr. T, you know why why are you working so hard?" And I'm like, "Cause I want my kids to see me work hard." And I never subconsciously thought that that would be my answer. It wasn't a cliche. I don't think I've ever said it since, other than that I've said the line. And um, I I do. I like being busy. I was a busy goaltender, skating around there. Uh, my mind's always working, you know. So when I get when I get focused, um, I can knock it out. I just I got to get focused. There's nothing like guys shooting 100 miles an hour at you to get yourself focused pretty fast, you know. So it's uh, I'm in a competitive business with the beer. Um, Like I said, uh, nothing, really nothing could be playing in front of 20 some thousand people. Uh, Hockey Night Canada and Stanley Cup playoffs. But I'll, I'll tell you, it feels really good most mornings kicking the shoots off, being in business with your partner, with your with your cousin uh your business partner and having a great team to look forward to working with every day so it's it's been busy a couple kids in college uh, another one is be 14 this summer so uh we, we are busy i don't take for granted times to uh, get a chance and reminisce and chat with fine people like yourself and uh, be right here at home on the great lakes um it just feels good my man
0: that's fantastic uh you know i guess one of my first questions is what really got you involved in uh being a beerpreneur is what I was, uh, tagging yeah. this. Yeah,
1: no, I, I I liked it. Uh, you know, you're great. I, just, I mean, I gotta, you're, um, you know, I've, I've since went back and watched some of y'all's some of your stuff and, uh, you've had some cool guests on and, and, um, you know, I don't get to do these all the time, but uh, appreciate you reaching out. And I just think it's was great. And I, I, to be honest, I, I probably the thing that first thing I thought of was I was a big, Vancouver canucks fan growing up so trevor linden was uh, the guy back in the day and i uh, saw your name and, and i was like man what's this guy what's he all about and uh, anyway i looked you up and <laughs> you know you, you know what you're doing this is 86 times going around but um kind of what started is it's probably right here at this lake house um my, my mom had passed so it's been uh, over eight years now and and uh and, you know, my cousin was here and we were just talking and having beers. And um, he brought me a, our our OG, our, our Whiskey Stout, which is uh, made. It's a very fine, uh, historic, uh, JP Weiser, old Hiram Walker Whiskey Barrels right there in the Detroit River and Walkerville in Windsor, Ontario. And he brought me that beer, man. And really the rest was history. And so um, you, you never thought we'd be. Have five SKUs later, and on the cusp of uh, other products, um, sell a lot of beer uh, with, with a lot of headaches. But that's the part of being entrepreneurs and being being in this business. And so from the know, beer or from the business, where's the
0: headaches coming from?
1: Uh you know, it's always cash flow, right? The you start business, we we built our own facility, right? And then that's capital intensive. Uh, we've got some good partners um, on the financial side, and so you know, we're just. I think we're on the cusp of some really big things and we're doing something that's, you know, not, not the smartest thing ever. I've, going to this, uh, importing beer and shipping it down. But, um, I kind of feel like it's, it's me 20 years later, right. Importing it to Texas and bringing the best of Ontario and Canada down there and, uh, not being, um, uh, that humble about it. I'm being kind of facetious, but, uh, in a weird twist of fate, that's kind of what I'm doing. And, and that part's been a lot of fun, my man. And um the beer's fantastic. I love doing tastings. I love sharing beers with people and just talking about life and sports or um, you know, whatever. But uh, you know, like I said, just to, to get in the business to be super competitive, I'm like, let's go, you know, and um, you know, I get I get scored on a lot in this game right now, but uh you, you gotta make the next save, and that's what we're committed
0: to doing. Amazing. What uh you know, another role that you're you're heavily involved in. I see photos all the time going out to you know, various charity events and, and check signings and, and so much as uh, the Dallas Stars Foundation. Can you tell us about that a bit?
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for asking. that. That is my, call my day job, but uh, also one that not only kicks the sheets off in the morning for me, Lyndon, but it, it also, uh, when I lay my head down at night, um, it just feels good and probably my, my my only regret or the thing that bothers me the most is that, you know, we don't have enough money to give away to uh, people in need in our community in, in North Texas and even throughout the state for that matter. What happened in Uvalde, um, my chief of staff, Chelsea Livingston, and our team, have uh, been at the forefront of helping them out. Um, I mean, they're eight, nine hours away. You know, they're close to the Mexican border straight south of us but um it's, it's a wonderful state it's a great opportunity uh, i had just to play for the dallas stars and now to live and breathe to and raise children and, and start a family and put down roots in the great state of texas to have the ability to make a difference in our community through education uh through scholarships uh, through sports um and through just um avenues that our our constituents need help with and partnering with a lot of other great nonprofits is uh you know, it just feels good and it feels right. And so, um, you know, i got a great leader and mentor and Brad Alberts, our CEO brought me on uh, to, to stay on the business side of hockey, um, in the city that I love is, is, is great. Uh, getting a chance to be an entrepreneur on top of it is, is fabulous. So uh, juggling it all is sometimes is, is a little difficult, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I don't waste too many hours in the day and um, getting a chance just to reminisce about it with you, man. It's just, um, yeah, you know, I'm really proud of where, where things are at right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and, and like you said, that, that balance and yeah, like <laughs> you were crazy busy when you were in the, when you were in the league and, you know, outside of that, you're extremely busy. Have you noticed any, I guess, parallels between, uh, you know, life on the ice and and now being an entrepreneur that, you know, align?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's a great question. And, and, you know, you asked me an hour from now or you asked me in, two weeks uh, my answer might change um depends on the mood or kind of what's think what i'm thinking about but as i see the lake getting calm and um you know the sun lowering probably takes another six hours here in northern ontario but um it's it's just remaining calm in the face of adversity you know the the, the pandemic was tough on everybody and um to continue to employ people and forge ahead and, and pivot. At times when you know, something I just didn't grow up doing, you know, I wasn't the man. This isn't a Malcolm Gladwell moment for me, you know, where I, I don't have 10,000 10, hours of selling beer, might have 10,000 hours drinking beer, but um, that doesn't count in the, in the business side, right? And so, um, I think a lot, of, a lot of parallels from just, um, just you know, being a leader, being a listener, uh, building a team and, and being a part of a good team, really, it's really what I want to be, and and um you know, I think we've got the foundation and the bedrock for that. Uh, I really give a lot of credit to Mark, uh, his wife, Isabella, she, you know, she's our controller and she kind of sets the policy. And so getting to see that, like her, her taking the leadership to, to do that, you know, I have a lot of great leaders and during my career. So kind of watch, uh, those things to come to fruition. And then, you know, I, 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 also think of it, you know, right now we're kind of in called the college mode of my career. Uh, if, if we could have parallels where uh, we can't wait to turn pro and then, um, you know, can't wait to graduate from the minor leagues to the NHL and then become a starter and an all-star and go to the Olympics, like, right. You know, those kind of this, those, those moments stages. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're young. We're still, even though we're five years into it, um, uh, we, we've learned a lot, but, um, you know, we're just really figuring out our own body and the mindset. So there, there's a lot of similarities uh, to myself and sports and hockey and, and uh, man, just remaining calm in the face of adversity is probably um, the one that I was good at. And uh, also when there's a mistake, right. Learn from it. And, and also, man, I, I didn't like fishing the puck out of my net. I tell you, I did not like doing that, but um, you also know twice a night, on average, that's probably going to happen. And so how do you how do you deal with it? And when people look at you and say, hey, all right, are, are you prone to let the third one in or are you going to shut the door? And, um, you know, I really pride of myself and shutting the door after getting scored on, uh, let my teammates believe in me and, and and give them the confidence too, right? And that's that was my job when I looked at it uh, was to win hockey games, wasn't just to stop the puck. And so having that mindset of being a little bit different um, something that propels me and, um, you know, there's days, man, I'm like, man, I was such a, I was lazy today or I, you know, I did this, this and that. And, um uh, but, uh, the collectiveness of the days combined, um, you know, I feel pretty good and sleep well.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's interesting. The, ad- the adversity piece and, uh, yeah, you also mentioned having a mentor in hockey and, you know, being a hockey fan myself and you mentioned Linden, I was actually, uh, named after Trevor Linden. so. Yeah. Um, that's what I was named after. And my brother was named after Owen Nolan. So, Come on. uh... <laughs> good one. Well, I'll tell you this, Owen's, a, Owens, he
1: can be a mean guy on the ice. Uh, Trevor was all, <laughs> all class. So I don't know if that reflects you and your bro, but, uh, two really good hockey players. Um, but Trevor Linden was my guy. Him and Valerie Bure when they were young were, were, were epic. I was actually named after Detroit Red Wing, Marty Pavlich, uh, also from wow. Saint Marie, five five Stanley Cups of the Red Wings. I think in the fifties, uh, Marty's still around at uh, probably ninety two, three years old, would be my guess. And um, I got to meet him when he was in his eighties. He was a good man. So hopefully, have you got you got a chance to meet Trevor? No, no. <laughs> All right. He'll come on your show. Maybe he'll be number hundred. So if you need to,
0: if I if I can help you out, let me know. Okay, uh, I'll hold you. Up. I'll hold you up to that. Uh, but talking just- about men. but come on (laughs) Uh, talking about uh mentors who was your your mentor in hockey you know that's a good one
1: um I had a lot of good people here in Sault Ste. Marie just to be around different coaches they they weren't my mentors because I didn't we didn't we weren't texting back then but didn't you know go out of my way to check in and ask him what I should do and you know like for me to Skip major junior uh, as an 18 year old and say, "Hey, I'm gonna get one of these scholarship things to the United States." Literally, um, I did that on my own, and I yeah. uh, got a good one—a good, a good coach at Michigan. You know, Red Berenson played um, in the NHL. First guy I ever wear helmet. Won a cup in Montreal. Played the Summit Series in '72. Played for 15 years, and. You know, I didn't lean on him that much, but, man, he taught me a lot and a lot of people along the way. So we had we had some good ones. Uh, Joe Noondike was great to me when I got to Dallas, um, even before he won the con Smythe in the 1999. Uh, we had a lot of great leaders uh, on those teams. But, um, you know, I, I take all the help and experience I can get. Sometimes I talk too much, but it uh, doesn't mean I'm listen- not listening, you know.
0: So to, to young hockey players, you know, what would be, you know, I imagine, and you are a mentor to, to many people that have watched you play and, and, you know, you know, aspiring goaltenders, what would be your advice to them? You know,
1: I I usually go, I usually start with the stuff off the ice, um, or at least the mental side of the game. Um, but very specifically, uh, I've been watching these young goalies and my, my son plays. And so I, I get a chance to watch these kids. And you know, the thing I always go back to is just watch the puck. You know, it, it seems so so simple. And the way a lot of goalies are taught are just, you know, to move, 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 get there and get hit by the puck and take up space, which is a big, a big component of it. I mean, um, you know, Patrick Waugh that brought that part into the NHL. Uh, a lot of guys followed him after that. Patrick still watched the puck. And the best goalies in the world, they all watch the puck. And there's a few that, that don't and get away with it because they're 6'5", and the net's only 24 square feet, which is still pretty big. But um, just watch the puck. Honestly, if, if, it, if you watch it go in the net, and you're good enough, I promise, you'll catch up to it one day. And then, you know, and the, and the other thing I kind of alluded to earlier was about winning and and uh, I, I always think every goalie will be always be their own best goalie coach. They know what they see, they know how they move. Uh, all boys and girls that I talk to, um, I'm like, yeah, you, let's we'll get you there. But at the end of the day, you got to make the save. What's comfortable? We can work on hand positioning and you know a certain knee flex or getting over top of your toes or what part of the ice you want to be at. But just just get there, get set, make the save, track it, and, and give yourself a chance at the next one Um, because ultimately that's what you'll be judged on is your ability to make the next save and, and, uh, and being ready for it, which means you got to find it and you got to be ready to go. And so uh, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, similarities and and a lot of different things, but um, you know, and, and then when I got one second with some kid, I'll just uh, leave it at, leave your stick on the ice. Don't forget to. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love
0: it. Uh, Have you been able to, you know, post uh, NHL been able to, I guess, uh, uh, train some, some young athletes or your son, you mentioned your son plays hockey. Yeah. He's a,
1: he's a work in progress. We'll call him. Um, little Finley. He's, he's, he's a little D man and and I love my D man. So I'm, I'm definitely hard on him. Uh, more like nitpicky, you know, (laughs) the skills, you know, and certain positions and, I'm blocking shots too, right? I'm a goalie. Help a guy out. To, but, uh, you know, I, I probably do wish I would have would maybe be around the rink a little bit more. But um, as we discussed earlier, I'm busy. And uh, I know I love it every chance I get to do it. I um, wish I kind of made more time for it, but don't want to be too degenerate at home either. So uh, I, I think as the kids are getting older, um, I'm sure I'll find myself helping out on some downtime because um, I do love it, and you know I always thought that I could get into coaching even at higher ranks eventually, but because I do I, I know I would enjoy it. I probably wouldn't be that nice of a coach like <laughs> but um I think I got a lot to offer on the mental side and and I think I'm more geared towards today's game, right of being a player's coach in terms of communication and and, and inclusion and um and just you know I'm I just I love culture, you know every team I played for. Um, I feel like I left it better than I found it um through influences of just being a good person, being a good teammate, being there for them, being together and doing my part, you know. And uh, I had a lot of old goalies, not all of them, um, you know, that I that I played with or were in organizations that I was with, that always say, Hey, keep the net, it's your net, don't share it. I'm like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I play to win, and, and that includes my teammates. And if I'm on the bench, I'm going to be the best backup goalie, and I'll be ready to play in case they need me. And that f- philosophy has kind of served me well, and um, it's one I'm really proud of probably mm-hmm. thing looking back at my career is that uh, I was ready 82 nights a year, and um, I gave it my all 82 nights a year uh, whether I started the game or not. And um, uh, I think that's more mentality, and, and it just that's kind of who I am on a daily basis.
0: And that must be one of the most challenging things as a, as a goaltender that every goaltender faces if you're the backup, right? How do you keep in that mindset that, you know, I'm ready when that, when that goal is pulled and, and we need somebody out there.
1: You, you you better be ready. You know, I mean, it's not, I mean, most nights you just, someone gets scored on oh, here. goes goes one, two, three, first period. You're like, Oh gosh, I'm, you know, <laughs> First period's tolerable because you're still kind of warm and you're not sweats, not, you're not cold yet and wet. Uh, second period, you're like, no, don't look at me coach. Please don't look at me after the fourth goal. And, but when you get in there, you know, it's, uh, when you, when you do it every day and when you, when you work your butt off, um, yeah, I, 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 you're ready, you know, yeah, yeah. A yeah. Water, water in the face, maybe cold water down the back of the neck and, uh, I mean, you were just doing a warm-up. You're doing it that morning. You did the day before. You might take a day off here and there, but uh, for, for whether it was the last five years or by the end for me, 25 years, man. If I wasn't ready, I got a problem, and um, I'm, I'm, I don't have too many regrets uh, my time on the ice. But uh, you know, backup goalie, man, it's, it's a great ways to be in it. Is is chatter on the bench and. Picking your teammates up after a bad shift. And that means paying attention, uh, obviously watching their shooters too, right? In case you got to get in that game or you play them. It's a playoff series and you're not the guy. Tend Looking for tendencies and just there's, there's ways to stay sharp. And so if you have that mindset and approach of being ready, kind of like you said, then um, you, you'll be good. Is it going to be perfect? Is there the ultimate recipe? No, not not by any means. But um, if you believe in what you're doing and you prepare – I, I like most people's chances and uh that's kinda of way I looked at it.
0: Just a final question for you, Marty, because I know you're extremely busy. Uh it's all about Kingsville Brewery. I'm drinking the pop right now. Uh well, where are you looking to take things at uh Kingsville Brewery next?
1: You know that that's a great question. And and honestly, Lyndon, if I if I could if I had a crystal ball, um, I don't know. I don't know if part of me thinks you know we're a good fit for somebody down the road to to sell it to or you know i'm just internally our philosophy i'm being just being dead honest like we look at it as a family business Yep. It, you know we we got we got a lot of scars already you know we got some battle wounds and um you know we kind of plan on seeing this thing through mm-hmm. that changes someday that's fine you know that's life in this business but honestly um Growing this to imp- have so many employees, um, to have a have a CEO that has experience, um, you know, for my cousin and I to be, you know, run it from up top and and be chair chair people of of the company, and let professionals do it and just be leaders. You know, be leaders that are just the most genuine listeners that um, and 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 absorbing everything we that we can. Um, and so right now our family business, our medium is, is beer. Uh, we love it because beer is uh, very conversational. Uh, it's very Canadian. Uh, we make great beer. Um, there's a reason why my name's not on it, right, in this world of celebrity drinks and, and what have you. Um, you know, Kingsville is very famous in Texas, actually, for King Ranch. Uh, Kingsville right. cousin is there. The, he's the butcher of Kingsville. It's a business they run. It's a really cool Southern part of our country, most Southern city in Canada. And, um, so we kind of don't know, honestly, we're just, um, seeing what our bet, our bet, our next best foot forward is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we're, we're definitely dreamers Mark and I, I, you know, we kind of get yelled at a few times about being dreamers and and we're like, well, we just need help, you know, with edge. We know that the most important thing is the execution. It's uh, a little more, you know, the molehills are, are going to build a mountain, right? And so we'll, we we have plans to have some mountains and, um, but it's, a, it's the process. It's the game. It's the practice. It's, uh, getting on the leg press when you're dead tired and learning how to deadlift, even at 26 years old, when I wasn't doing it, um, I'm scraping my knees right here in this gym I'm looking at right now, right? Those, those are things that drive me. And, um, and my son thinks he's going to own this business one day. And so maybe he will. Who knows?
0: There you go. No, I, I appreciate the honesty too. And I, I, I like most entre- entrepreneurs, like you said, they don't have a crystal ball and know, you know, what the future is going to hold. All they keep doing is, you know, coming up with these ideas, executing them. And you kind of see where, where things take you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. Like you, you now right back at you, you did you, I mean, you're going to get to hundred episodes, right? I mean, how, how old are you, Lennon? 22. 22. I mean, we're going to, Maybe by 23, hopefully by 23, you're going to have hundred episodes in. It's a, you know, you got a great show, obviously a great demeanor and, uh, you know, real enjoyable to talk to. And so like, you know, these, these, these things, you, you don't plan for them. Right. But you, you do need to have a plan when you got your business and that's why, you know, you're out there emailing and marketing. But for us, it's, mm-hmm. and we, we got aspirations, you know, I probably should have mentioned this more for our, our business, but, um, you know, better for you category, Um, we got a really good concept that we're going to bring to Ontario that no one's something that people are drinking, but, but nobody's calling it. And, uh, I think it's going to be a big hit and a great product. Um, we're just in R and D phases and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be looking at all different kinds of beers and, you know, just products that are, that are great. You know, right now we have, we have beers. our, Our lineup of beers is what people drink. And, uh, I'm proud to walk into any bar and restaurant in Dallas, Texas, um, London, Ontario, Toronto, Sault Ste. Marie or Windsor and be like, I mean, I don't know. Good luck. I don't think anybody else has better beer than us. Um, I know there's a lot worse beers and uh, we're going to deliver. We're going to make great quality product. We care about it. We're going to be there when you need us. And um, you know, we're going to slow grow this thing and we're not going to be flash in the pan. And we're certainly not going to, you know, pump and dump a, a, a brand product. You know, this is, this one's got some legs to it so we're gonna we're gonna go after the category want to make great swag and um i mean i didn't do this on purpose but our whole mantra is about being outside being canadian if COVID, excuse me if COVID taught us anything linden it's about being together what really matters most and uh to us that's being together with your friends and your family and being outside when possible i mean we, we live in especially canada in texas too like we, we live in some beautiful places and when the weather's good get out and enjoy it and if you can grab yourself at Kingsville and that's uh, really all we want people to do and and enjoy themselves and just live great and and drink best stuff you can so uh, it's been fun and that's uh, kind of where I think we're headed uh, there'll be tips and curves like a roller coaster but uh, we'll we'll be a, a, as as best ready as we can I promise you that
0: that's uh, I'm well I'm excited to see what's in what's in store for Kingsville brewery and yeah like you mentioned the the back of this can that I'm reading it says for those who wander, that's right. I mean, you know, whether it's outdoors, indoors, you call it. Make sure you got a, a Kingsville beer in your hand. Uh, this uh, check logger is fantastic, uh, Marty. Thanks for being on the show today. Uh, if you haven't had the chance, go check out Kingsville Brewery. It's it's fantastic. I went there uh, this past uh, early in the summer and uh, had a bite to eat and had some uh, had some beverages. So uh, make sure to check it out, Marty. Thanks for joining me today
1: uh linden thank you i'm glad i didn't call you trevor and uh, thank you for telling me you're named after him i think that's great but i uh, really appreciate your time uh your patience i know i was a little late but just life at the lake man i'm five minutes late everywhere so uh <laughs> yeah exactly you never you know there's no clock out on the lake <laughs> yeah there's only one it's called beer 30
0: thank you kingsville <laughs> exactly thank you marty and uh go go try some beer in kingsville See everyone. All right. Ciao.